Well, good morning, church. And here we are in the um, part two of our devotions from the book of Ezra. And I'm given the joyful task of speaking to you from Ezra chapter two, which is actually one of my favourite chapters in the Old Testament for a peculiar reason. Um, as many of you know, I travel quite a lot and work quite a lot with a lot of different interpreters in different countries and particularly in Ukraine one of the things that I like to do with a new interpreter when they ask me for what text I'm going to speak from is I'll give them and I'll say to them I'm going to speak from Ezra chapter 2 or I'll say to them I'm going to speak from Chronicles chapter 1 or similar text and I'll say to them I just want you to read that text for me and then I sit back and I watch the look of utter terror that appears upon their faces as they turn to the text and they discover the text, which, if we're all honest, is one of those sections of the Bible where our eyes tend to just glaze over just a little bit as we see, let me see, going on 70 verses that consist of the descendants of so-and-so, the descendants of such-and-such, the descendants of so-and-so, the descendants of such-and-such, and the list goes on and on and on and on. And I find myself wondering at times if this was what Paul was doing when the young man fell out of the window dead when he was speaking in the book of Acts. But the question arises, since all scripture is God-breathed, and is for our edification, instruction, encouragement, and upbuilding. What on earth do you do with a Bible text that basically consists of lists of 954 people, 760 people, 642 people, 623 people, 1,222 people? What do you do with that text? Well, here's the thing. There's prophetic word that goes around, and the word goes like this. The next move of the Spirit is going to be led by a nameless, faceless generation. And, and, and I've seen a lot of people get really excited about it. The, the only thing about it is this, is, is God doesn't do that. God is not ashamed or afraid of giving honour. He's not afraid of blessing those who serve him. And the thing that really just captures me when I read this text is the fact the Holy Spirit could have inspired the book of Ezra and it could have said, and a lot of descendants of a lot of people came along and helped. But actually, when you look at the text, you find that verse after verse after verse after verse lists every individual person who contributed towards this coming back to Jerusalem and, and the rebuilding of the temple and so on. And, and I want, what I want to pull out of that is this. Every single one of us carries a key role. Nobody is more significant or less significant or more important or less important I really think what I've done this last week really illustrates this point really well. I've been having some issues. I've got a fish pond in the back garden. If I'd have had a little bit more thinking, I probably should have recorded this there. But I spent part of last week rebuilding a filter for the fish pond. And the filter consists of many different components. And the pond had gone totally thick. You couldn't see the fish at all. And I rebuilt a custom filter 
and it needed various different elements and it needs all of them for the environment of that water to be the way it needs to be. And I turned the filter on a day ago and went back out there this morning and now the water's crystal clear and you can see everything right down to the bottom of the pond. Why? Because every part of the filter is doing its job. There's not one part of it that's not significant or important, but it's all working together to produce an environment for the fish to be healthy. And when I read this second chapter of Ezra and see the, the countless lists, got to be honest, I've got to say to you, I don't go through and read every single verse. Maybe um, you might, but I've got to be honest, I don't. But what I do do is I do find myself looking and thinking, my goodness, God was so blessed by those that went to rebuild that he wanted to list every single one of them. So how do we translate that to us? Well, what we need to be aware of is this. Each one of us in this moment, at this time, carries a key role in the rebuilding of our nation, the rebuilding of our church, the birthing of the move of the Spirit, and the advancement of God's kingdom. So just in the same way that God has got a list in chapter 2 of Ezra of all of those who actively participated, I believe in the same way God has got a list. And it's not a nameless list, it's not a faceless list, but God celebrates each individual who plays their part. So find out what your part is and be active in fulfilling it today. Amen.